You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver Media Podcast. True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. season three and episode number 73 one of my favorite numbers of the daily beaver here on the crier media network today recording day is 30 30 <laughs> it's Thursday. <laughs> did you hear it Thursday, mr grizzly it's Thursday. just by Thursday it is i'll tell you this what there look lord thunder Thursday. lord thunder jesus it's thursday to change the date the sun went down the sun went mm. up and it's thursday how that <laughs> anyway, it's Thursday, March 9th, 2023. It will be yet another mild late winter day here at the Beaver Lodge. We've had a series of them, so there you go. Ooh, look at this. Look at this. Ah, Kit Misterica. Look at those gorgeous mugs. And no, not the coffee kind. Starting with flattery and buttering me up. I'm all for it that. It will get you everywhere. I am all for that. Thank you. Good morning, Kit Jen. Good morning, Kit Saucy. Good morning, Kit Elaine. Good morning, Kit Jillian. So lovely to see you here. I'm your host, the Eager Beaver. Pronouns he, him, hey, Mr. Beaver, eh? And with me, as always, is my dear friend, Mr. Grizzly. And Kit, I'm sorry I did not say hello to you individually yesterday, but for some reason the chat was not appearing on my screen, so I did not see any of you or anything you had to say. So it's not that I was ignoring you. I just thought we just had a weird day where nobody showed up. Tech issues. <laughs> it happens. It happens. Of course, a big thank you goes to our podcast's founding sponsors, The Pepper Master, The Misfy Mysteries from Corvin Moon Publishing, and CanadianTarot.com. Today, we have a Thursday morning we nibble for you. But first, we must take a moment to do the most important thing we do on the show. 
and it's say hello to our dear friend, Mr. Grizzly, and ask you, how's your mental health today? Well, good morning, Mr. Beaver. Um, I think my mental health is pretty good. I'm just uh, still still in the um, fatigue phase, right? No matter how uh, no matter how uh, much sleep I get, I'm exhausted. Although I'm not nearly as tired this morning as I was yesterday, so I may be rounding the corner. Okay, good to know. Maybe good to know. Uh, so this can I? Let, I want to. Yeah. I want to hit hard. Yeah, I got. A, I got a couple of things for you, but let's hit hard with with um, this one. Um, I'm sure everybody's I'm seen well this. Too, by the way. Sorry. <laughs> See, I'm tired. You want you want yeah, listen, it must be good if you want to get right at it. Let's go, mate. Yeah, let let's look at this. Um Brian Lilly. Yeah, oh uh, god. No, no. Oh, okay. I was trying to hope to avoid that one, but no, right. No, I gotta I gotta address day. this. Um so for those of you who are not aware. Uh, Jagmeet Singh had a thing where he he questioned all the CEOs of the major grocery chains in Canada. Yes. And his turban yesterday was yellow. So Brian Lilly writes, and I quote, Jagmeet looks like he wore his no-name turban today just to grill Galen Weston at committee. I know he changes the colors for special days or occasion, which he spelt incorrectly. That is not how occasion is spelt. But didn't expect to see no-name yellow today. Is it on purpose or a coincidence? He got too excited and typed too fast. His fingers went faster than his brain. Sometimes, I know. Keep the thoughts to yourself. Like Jesus, man. I look. You can think those things, but maybe not put them out for the world to see. That's that group think thing. Yeah. Right. When you're sitting there like this, should I say this? No, I shouldn't say this. And then you like invite like thirty of your closest friends or enablers around should i do this yeah what a great idea go ahead publish that that's gonna be a good look it's drunk logic right you know you're sitting there having a few drinks with your friends on a friday night and next thing you know it's 10 p.m and let's go to florida right now yeah i mean come on like and you know i mean they've done the dog whistling with rosenberg Mm mm-hmm They've done, this the they've done the questioning people's loyalty to Canada with Handong, and now Pierre is outright doing it with the Prime Minister because originally the tactic was going to be that the election was illegitimate, illegitimate like in the U.S. That's where they started the first two days, and they realized that that was really not going to fly. So all the mm-hmm. major party leaders, leaders decided that they were going to issue something that they don't believe that the results of the election were affected. But now it's not that the Prime Minister is illegitimate. Now the Prime Minister was in on it. And is basically a foreign agent and is corrupt. So, um, because again, right? Barton was a very close friend, and mm-hmm. did because turns out they never even had dinner once. And then, well, Rouleau is related, and turns out that Rouleau is a very common family name. Mm-hmm. Back and you know, the Rouleau in question weren't even in the same family. They well, just have to like- share last name. My and surname then, in England is is very very my actually my entire name in England is very very popular, but I'm I have no relatives over there that I'm aware of. Right, I mean, I, I dated a guy named John Smith once <laughs> when he crossed the border after September 11th. <laughs> he was the one white guy on the on the other side of the room. 
yeah. everybody I've, I've been on the other side of the room right with skin like this traveling after mm-hmm. september 11th for the first five years came with a complimentary two-hour interview with every plane ticket if you look like me oh yeah like this. and then they sent you to the back room they said it was random and then you look at the back room everybody was brown mm-hmm. everybody spoke either french or arabic as well mm-hmm and the two or two or three poor suckers out there who weren't brown happened to be white with red hair and had an unfortunate name like Michael or John Smith. <laughs> yeah. The poor sucker. Yeah. Just to say, to give the pretense they were balancing out. But it was, kids, trust me, it was not random. Of course not. <laughs> of course not. Because I'm not that lucky and my number came up way too often. <laughs> I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost always the token white guy. Uh, Seriously. Okay. I, I, I get pulled into secondary all the time, it, but it's really a cursory. The guy literally opens up my suitcase and closes it and hands it back to me and says, Has, have a nice day. You can go right to the front of the line. Happens all the time. Hmm. So, I mean, they're, they're oddly doing me a favor because the secondary is, it's really just theatrics. It's mm-hmm. all it is. And then I avoid the big lineup and go right to the front. Hmm. So, they're doing me a favor, but it happens all the time to me. It happens all the time. Because, well, I'm, I'm, you know, a tall, thin, white guy. I'm usually wearing a chapeau, a jaunty chapeau of some type. And mm-hmm. I travel alone very often. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so we got people questioning loyalties now. Apparently that's the thing. And I am not impressed with that. Uh, so we have this thing going on here where the Standing Committee on Agriculture and Agri-Food basically have the three CEOs of the three main companies, uh, Metro, Sobe, Safeway, and uh, Loblaws, come in and testify. Uh, and they're basically maintaining uh, mm-hmm. that their profits have not gone up. Their claim is that basically on a $25 basket of food they make one dollar profit um which you know when they say but think of it if that's the case right you know if something goes up 10 percent, well then obviously the money that you make from it goes up 10 percent okay uh they say that the main thing that generates their profits is when they have their bigger stores and stuff like clothing and whatnot this is where Mm -hmm. they're making most of the profit but not necessarily off the food is what they claim. Now, this thing with Jugmeet Singh, as Brian Lilly stated, it is very clear and it's very well known that he wears mm-hmm. headdresses of different colors, depending on occasions. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if it was pink for pink t-shirt day. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't see, but I wouldn't have been surprised. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it was red for Remembrance Day. And, you right. Know. So, um, now, it could very well be mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, yellow because no name yeah. red. Canada's largest grocery chain CEO was be. going to sit in front Look, of him. He's hip. He's with it. He's with TikTok yeah. and all that kind of stuff, right? He's, well, not anymore, but yes. But I mean, he's not. There are communications advisors and staffers, whatnot. So it's like mm-hmm. if you mm-hmm. Madeline Albright had her brooches. Right. If you remember correctly. And she had mm-hmm. like a whole collection of them. She wore a different one like this. And you would, everywhere she went, you had to look at her brooch to see what it was that There's she was saying yeah. without saying it. Right. So this could be the state. And of course, as a, Jen says, yesterday was the start of Holly. Yes, it was the start of Holly. Yeah. A friend of mine in, in, uh, in New Delhi sent me a message, you know, happy Holly. I hope you're doing well. I'm like, yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah, right. And uh, we didn't uh, on the show um, mention anything about uh, uh, 
well, we did indirectly pour them when we were talking about the conservatives doing stuff, but we did yeah. actually send wishes as well. So belated, but sincere. Um, we, we were yeah. kind of incensed at the, the, the hypocrisy of the conservative leader with, you know, having, having his MPs dine with Nazi and he's not publicly said anything. And then he brings out a message for Purim. It's like, Oh really? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. So it might've been maybe, Oh yeah. yeah. With Holly or it might've been something, you know, you, we don't know. We're not in the room. We're not, not in the room. but let's say even if it was assuming mm -hmm. he was being a little cheeky and he wore yellow for no name. That comment, not good, not good. Come on, very, man. very, very bad. Come on, man. We're already talking about you dining with Nazis, and we're already talking about like this. You're really gonna go and make a comment about someone's religious headdress at this particular moment? Yeah, exactly. It's just like bad timing. Dude, <laughs> inability to read a room. I tell you, yeah, that's saucy. I would have assumed the color was because spring is coming, or he felt like wearing yellow. But maybe he just felt pretty, <laughs> right? I woke up today. I'm feeling pretty. I'm feeling bright and lively. I'm going to wear yellow. I feel pretty. Oh, so pretty. Oh, so pretty, pretty and witty and gay. And gay. <laughs> uh, Mr. Grizzly, thank you for joining the club. Uh, <laughs> you would be very welcome. Uh, <laughs> I refuse to belong to any club that would have me as a member. I've said this time and time but again. I'm quoting has, Groucho, man. But our club has sick beats, man. No, you're probably spinning the music. <laughs> Let's be honest. At the club, you're spinning the tunes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that kind of happened. And uh, it was not a shining moment. No, not no, no. a shining moment whatsoever. Uh, I'm not impressed uh, with Lily, but I mean, this is where they're going. I mean, I mean, this is this is where they're going. Of course it is. They, they, they've made a clear path. They made a clear decision to go down this path. Everybody's in on it. Uh, you know. It's just, it's not only is it um, a, a very horrible thing to do, it's just in very terrible taste. Yeah. And, and let's, I'm not even getting into the, the, the ramifications or the possible racist overtones. It's a dog whistle, by the way. But yeah. it, it just... Ill-advised statement, dude. You really, some thoughts keep in your head. You don't have bad to form. say everything. Yep. Bad, bad form. Bad form. A uh, couple of uh, little headlines uh, that are going on. Uh, Brian Lilly wears Ivana Yelich has a hat. He should shut up. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Ivana Yelich, you. Ivana Yelich, you. Um, so... A uh, little a couple of extra news items that happened uh, in the province of British Columbia. They have started doing a formal count of the homeless um, to help, I guess, get a proper count and help decide on services and that type of thing. It had been done before, but it had been a very, very long time. Um, mm. So that's going on. They want to make sure they capture, capture everyone. So if you happen to be living in BC and currently happen to be, for example, living in your car or couch surfing, 
uh, or if you know someone, uh, they can participate in the survey by calling 211. So okay. if you happen to know anyone, uh, let them know uh, that uh, they should be counted. And uh, please uh, send them some hugs because they're mm. going through a tough time. Uh, Mark Garneau. Yes, who he wasn't down. renamed yet to cabinet last time to the surprise of many people has decided that he is resigning his seat. Uh, it's a Montreal area seat that he's held since 2008. So, you know, 15 years in politics. That's a, a good, it's a good stretch. Yep. Uh, he was the first Canadian ever to go in space uh, in 1984. Um, I sense that there might be an ambassadorship or if uh, the job of uh, CEO of the Canadian Space Agency is available. Uh, he might uh, end up there. But uh, I'd say that he's a pretty good candidate for an ambassador shop or an ambassadorship or a, or, or a special assignment, right? A special envoy type thing or to, to head a commission mm-hmm. or that type of thing. Um, so uh, I'm pretty sure it's not the last we're going to hear of him. Uh, he was a very, 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 very good public servant and has been for a long time. And uh, no one could doubt his dedication to the country because uh, you do not go through everything you need to do to become an astronaut. <laughs> right? I mean, you become a commander, right? I have a, right? I have a, a sidebar deal. here. I want to get to this quickly here because we we don't have a lot of time this morning. Uh, I've got a, a clip from uh, a comment from uh, former CSIS director Ward Elcock. Mm-hmm. Um, did I say his name correctly? I think Elcock? I Elcock? Yeah, I yes. think so. Yeah. Okay, Here, here's the clip. Pay attention to what he says. This is a man in the know. I think you're oper- I think there's a certain amount of assumptions here that everybody's operating on. The reality okay. is this is not a new story. This is an old story. Chinese interference goes back a long way. Uh, I obviously can't tell you what I know about Chinese interference, but I can assure you that it does go back a long way. Uh, I would remind you that that during the Harper years, uh, the then director of CSIS got into a lot of trouble uh, because of public comments he'd made about Chinese interference. Chinese interference is not new news. So the reality, this this is not the earth-shattering news that I think everybody in the outside perceives it to be on the inside. This is this is fundamentally old. What have we been saying? What have we been saying? Uh, uh, former CSIS director Ward Elcock. And what did he say? I can't tell you what I know, but I can tell you this has been around for a long time. It's a big nothing burger. It's a total nothing burger. And uh, as we mentioned on previous shows, it's a perfect opportunity because it has to do with intelligence and spycraft to basically just fill in the blanks with whatever you want to say, to defame the other person, to sully them, and then just write your hair on fire and then run around screaming it. I mean, we've had a second report come out basically suggesting that the prime minister was briefed on more stuff. Mm-hmm. Of course, the prime minister was briefed on stuff. The thing that we don't know, and the prime minister has never said, I don't know nothing. I was never briefed on anything. Mm-hmm. Saying, 
I was not briefed specifically on money going towards specific candidates. He may have been briefed that there was involving financing or attempting that financing of candidates. Mm -hmm. That's the thing. What was he specifically briefed on? What detail and how much of that detail? We do not know. And as our guest Mubin told us, the initial reports stated that the prime minister had received specific direction or Mm -hmm. very, very, very strong advice, if not direction, to not run that one candidate. Mm -hmm. And everybody that has come out in public speaking about CSIS that's either worked with them or has worked for them has basically said CSIS does not do that. So the original piece of information, as we mentioned on the show, intelligence is not facts. Intelligence is information, as Mubin Sheikh, information plus value. Mm-hmm. It's a piece of information. Somebody said that this happened, and I attribute this level of credibility or value to this. Just like in the U.S. when they were determining, you know, when that latest agency said that they thought that maybe COVID came from a lab in China. Mm. Well, they were, they said they made that conclusion with low confidence, 15%. And there are eight other agencies in the U.S. government that have made this evaluation. And some, some have said the same, some have said the opposite, some have said. So when you put it all together, there, it's partial information that right. has not necessarily been verified. That's right. It could just be somebody told me this and, oh, this is interesting, so I'm noting it down. We don't know if it's happened yet. you got to remember so much of the information that they parse through is never meant to be seen by the public because public will take a nugget and run with it as if it's the word of God. Right. And if there's something criminal, they hand it off to the RCMP at that point. That's right. So nothing has happened yet that would warrant, according to the RCMP themselves, them even batting an eyelash. Well, this is not new. (laughs) Speaking of conspiracies, here's one for you. Uh, Not even conspiratorial. This is fact. This is uh, from Andrew Coyne. I'm glad you brought this one. So um, I'm going to read this for the folks that are listening in on the audio version only. It's a clip from the National Post written by Andrew Coyne. While everybody's attention was focused on the truckiest jamboree in Ottawa, O'Toole was overthrown by his own caucus in a coup that featured Beijing-friendly activists playing a background role. By the time O'Toole took the helm from Andrew Scheer in 2020, they'd already taken over the old Chinese-Canadian Conservative Association and a wealthy Chinese property developer with deep connections to the Chinese Communist Party had gone so far as to set up at least 10 Chinese Conservative Associations across the country. Well, 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 well. (laughs) And we have uh, another person on Twitter, uh, goes by Bill Rice, at Too Much Fun For Me, Mm -hmm. who published a list of things uh, that are all public domain. All of them. That happen to be true, that we know. For example, what we know, and here's the thing, right? The stuff in the thesis that's being claimed is stuff we don't know for sure, because we can Mm -hmm. be told. But what do we know? What do we do know for sure? We know for for fact, for example, the NSIRA and the ENSICOP were started by the prime minister. So 
for those two days and three days where all the conservatives and the prime minister knew about this and did nothing? No, the prime minister knew that there was such things as attempted attempts to influence our politics because that has been the case for a long time and when presented with certain level, certain information that said that maybe the intensity mm-hmm. of the activities have increased or the sophistication has gotten better. He established, so it's not like nothing has been done. So they're lying yeah. about everything. They're lying about everything. But what we do know for sure if we're looking at the past, is Pierre Polliver took tens of thousands of dollars from China to travel to Taiwan with his girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Aaron O'Toole hired the former Huawei CEO to run his election campaign. Well, 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 well. Conservative Party of Canada Senators Victor Doe, Don Plett, and Leo Husakos, of course, received Senator. ethics violations and condemnation for secretly and covertly taking undeclared exotic vacations from China. Chinese businessman yeah. Yi Wei Chang gave thousands of dollars to Ontario CPC constituency offices. Isn't Three. that special? The million-dollar donation to the Pierre Elliott Trudeau Foundation happened under the watch of the Conservative Party of Canada. Funny Three. how they left that out. Yeah. Three. Chinese developer Ted Zhu formed 10 nonprofit organizations to help CPC candidates, as you mentioned, Mr. Grizzly. Four. That there was a Chinese cheating plot involved that involved fake ballots and directing voters to the wrong voting location to help CPC candidate Andy Wang Thang in the Peen Election Writing Association. Wang now owns the Dado Academy. Bye. How convenient. Pierre Polliver declared that as a minister responsible for securing our elections, he said he didn't do anything because China wasn't helping him. Now, that one may be a little bit of a torquing of interpretation on that one. Uh, Can torque is probably uh, handed in the tools to torque that one because holy crap. But, but, but if we are looking at the claim of the conservatives that, well, Pierre Trudeau knew about uh, Pierre Trudeau. Justin Trudeau knew about this, and he did nothing because the Chinese were helping him. Mm. Uh, then, how do you explain what China was doing the nine years you were in government and what you did about it? No, nothing happened. Nothing happened. So, Look over there. Look over there. So, so Look, a balloon. I'm a screaming balloon now. In the sky. I'm screaming now about China being involved in our elections because I claim that they're helping Trudeau. I didn't mm. say anything then. Yeah. Well, isn't <laughs> and that convenient? Andrew Shear, Sean Hu, and the Conservative Party led a fake news disinformation campaign written in three Chinese languages tailored to the Chinese Canadian community. Ah, uh, yes, of really? course. Well, hey, that Seriously. was a conservative thing, right? Going to local uh, or national papers in languages other than English and in French and you know, hopefully that they would have no time to do fact checks or, you know, they would just publish things in its full, you know, as handed to them because, oh my God, you know, we're getting direct, we're such a small unit and we're getting direct communications and direct copy from them. Like, ooh, um, yeah. So what are you, when you, when you have candidates in your roster that speak the language of people that live in electoral districts where a lot of people speak languages other than English and French, what are you telling them? Yeah, no kidding. Like, remember that, I believe there was that, that immigration thing for a while where they were saying that if they passed 
the application to a certain person, their other applications would be approved more quickly. Mm. There was a thing like that a few years ago. So what 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 are they saying? What are, what are they saying to um, members of maybe some more morally conservative Southeast Asian immigrants when they're talking about I don't know homosexuality or drugs or to them mm. in their own language? Mm. What are they saying about us mm. that we're not allowed here? And why are they not saying it in English or French so we can all hear? I have, uh, as I'm sure as you do, uh, friends throughout this country who speak multiple languages. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe I should reach out to a couple of them and ask them if they could do a little investigating. Yep. Is there a, as we say in French, deux langues, deux discours happening mm-hmm. in languages other than English or French? With this group, I would not put anything past them they have shown us who they are so many times i believe them oh yeah i believe them evil (laughs) (laughs) believe them the first time man because they're proud of it too they know who they are too and they're very 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 proud of it uh so um my lawyer michael kempa said that uh, about this, if we come to understand that this is the type of thing that's actually quite widespread, that it plagues all political parties, and it is subsequently found that the prime minister made a mistake mm-hmm. by not acting fast enough, why not? And Canadians might be more forgiving, says lawyer Michael Kemba. And that's pretty much what happened. And then if you're looking at the record, what actually has been done, um, I know of things that the current prime minister has done. I don't know of anything the previous government did or the one before that. I know the previous government thought that the best way to restore democracy was to cut the per vote subsidy. Mm. (laughs) But yeah, and that, that was under, Oh, that was under Pierre Polliver as well. I'm I'm trying to do the math on that one and it's not, I even carried the one in. It still yep. didn't add up. They even took away the per vote subsidy. We don't have it anymore. Now it's gone. Yeah, Harper killed that. Um, so, and uh, Michael Kempa says that one of the best things that we can do, for example, is that we need to remember that political parties are independent private entities. They make their own rules when it comes to their nomination processes or their leadership processes. As we've seen mm-hmm. often with Conservative Party of Canada, who can't seem to run a clean leadership race either because they make their own rules and they make it up as they go along. Um, th- these things are not governed by Elections Canada whatsoever. So um, parties that do things like, for example, um, not very make it very clear when the actual nomination date and time is or reveal it very late. Well, that makes it very, very easy for a certain organization. And it doesn't have to be a foreign entity, right? It could be have somebody, a group with an ideological interest or a business interest to like recruit 300 people, put them on buses, drive them into the nomination from the writing and secure the nomination. So cleaning up the nomination processes, dates well-known, well in advance, cleaning up the donation process, all of that kind of stuff, that's things that we might need to do in parties that are not willing to do that are probably the first parties we should be looking at and asking, why? 
All right, kids. <laughs> That's the end of this episode, Mr. Grizzly. I think we have a show. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. All Short, right. sweet, and to the point. Short, sweet, and to the point. And there's so much other things we could have talked about today, Mr. <laughs> Tomorrow we've got lots of time. I'm working tomorrow from home tomorrow. Today I have yeah. to be in the office at 8. So tomorrow yes. we've got lots of time. Exactly. So that's the end of this episode of The Daily Beaver. We hope you love listening to us because we love making this for you. And remember that sharing is caring. So please spread the word. And a lot of kids have been doing that lately. I've been seeing the thank tweets. You. Thank you so much. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Especially with some very, very, very kind compliments. Uh, remember that sharing is caring. Word of mouth is priceless. Please keep letting your peeps know about us because democracy is something that you do. Please, again, still write your MPs, write your media, write your senators. Don't let up on that whatsoever. Do not let up. Do not take your foot off the gas. Um, and also... Please, uh, donations for uh, Friends of Rosie. We're still doing that. So if you would like uh, to make a monthly uh, donation commitment, let us know and we'll put you in contact with Constance. If you want to make a one-time donation, uh, just do it through our coffee, uh, right for Rosie. We'll eat the administrative costs. Uh, apparently, some people have already made pledges which is very, very nice. Mm -hmm. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Please keep them coming in. If you really like this podcast, you can find us on the Cryer Media Network, as well as all Beaver Grizzly friendly platforms. Stars and reviews are very, very much appreciated. So please be generous. We'd love thank to hear you. from you. So please reach us on our Facebook page, True North Eager Beaver, our Twitter feed at True Eager, or by email, truenortheagerbeaver at gmail.com and subscribe to us via our pod page, podpage.com slash the True North Eager Beaver all lowercase letters with hyphen between each one of those words, and we'll come to you when we have something fresh off the bandwidth. Why not also subscribe to our True North Eager Beaver Media Incorporated YouTube channel? That helps us up big time. Last time I checked, we were at 172, so thank you, kids. We really appreciate it. And we can't do this without you or your support, so if you feel that we've done a particularly good show, well then, if you see that QR code right next to Mr. Grizzly's head, if you scan that, that will lead you to our coffee and hot chocolate emergency reserve fund yes yeah yes 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 every now and then we need staff to write this show and when it, see mr grizzly staff keeps on disappearing so we need to hire new staff so <laughs> if you're watching you can scan that qr code and if you're listening let your fingers do the walking to our tip jar ko-fi.com coffee slash eager beaver all in one word lowercase letters that's ko-fi.com slash eager beaver and we appreciate everything. And if you like value for money, then get yourself some True North Eager Beaver merch. What is that, Mr. Merch Grizzly? store is on hold. There's the merch no merch available currently. It's on hold for the time being. Oh, um, my God. What will yeah, we do I sent you a note about that. Did you not get the note? I did not get the note. Yeah, it was in the email I sent last night. Yeah, it was in the email. Uh, no, the merch store is on hold for the time being. It should be up and running again soon. It's because we're switching providers. So... Uh it's on hold for the time being there's there's no merch currently available but hopefully in the near future and and i'm gonna have these available too all right so kids your passion for fashion has to be on hold for now but don't worry don't worry we'll, we'll come to the rescue um from the beaver lodge this is your eager beaver saying until next time dear kids it can be a tough world out there so please be kind to and gentle with yourself and thank you for joining us this morning mr grizzly words of wisdom please <sighs> Remember to turn your clocks ahead one hour this weekend. Oh, yes. Try not to be too jet-lagged next week. Oh, yes. Yes. I know we've got ahead. another day to remind you. I'll just keep reminding you. Please, please. Yes, I had totally forgot about that. All right. Well, 
I guess it's time to roll those credits, Mr. Grizzly. Please. You are listening to a True North Eager Beaver media podcast. The True North Eager Beaver podcasts are proudly brought to you by our founding sponsors, the Miss V Mysteries from Corvid Moon Publishing, your source for science fiction, fantasy, and cozy mysteries featuring a broad diversity of characters. CanadianTarot.com, your uniquely Canadian online eclectic tarot community and forum, and the Peppermaster, Hot pepper sauces made from fresh farm ingredients to thrill your taste buds and expand your mind. self-promotion welcome to the place where everyone knows your name where everyone's your friend where good times are had by all sit back relax pour yourself a beverage and enjoy our company i know we'll certainly enjoy yours welcome to the true north eager beaver pubcast once a month we gather at the lieutenant's pump at 361 elgin street in downtown ottawa canada's capital city bringing you joy and happiness all day long. Mm, yes, we're looking forward to that. And perhaps more philosophy from Kit Elaine, who says, If we all smash the button now, we do not need to remember to smash it later. Just this is true. Very wise. This is true. <laughs> See you soon. Do, did, will, the Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. And Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Cryer Media Network.